unique New York. <clears throat> I was actually, I was for real doing that. Um, like I looked up a YouTube video for podcast vocal warmups. Pod, yeah, they're a little bit different than musical vocal warmups. Uh, yeah. But uh, still important nonetheless. Maggie made me mash my M&Ms. That was always the one that I, I liked. But there's so many. Um, so Jordan, how was your, uh, how was Denver? Oh man, Denver was fucking fire, man. Uh, it was great, dude. Just going out there and spend some time out there. Um, obviously, the, it was a little bit cooler. Uh, how long were you out there? Uh, just for like a week. Um, oh, okay. Saturday, yeah. I was out there for work. You know what it is, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like super determined. I'm like, I I asked for a late flight on Saturday so that I could like do some dope shit out there because you know my birthday's on Tuesday, so it's gonna be uh, August 25th, by the way. Yeah, you're so, gonna be 27 now. Oh man, I'm dying. I'm I know. Welcome. Basically dead. Yeah, <laughs> look at Devin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the beginning of the end, though. Is 27 is when you start to feel it. 27 yeah, that's is when really, your eyes start to change and you start realizing you need glasses. Your eyes start to dry up and you start to like uh, your weird things start happening with your stomach. That's yeah. that's that's what I uh, I when 27 was like when I realized that was starting to happen to, to, to 27 me. is when I was like, I think I need to get glasses to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also apparently, I mean, this is like a well-known thing, but it's also apparently when your body starts to like give out to like drinking and drugs, like the 27 club, like all the rock stars who have died at. Really? Wait, what? Yeah. You never bro, heard of the 27 bro, club? Well, I, well I, no, I, I've heard of the 27 club, but that's just because of, you know, just because well, I don't know. I didn't know that was mm -hmm. when you're like more susceptible to, doing drugs and drinking well it's just when your body's apparent like i mean it's all speculation it. but it just that's the point where your body can't handle it anymore and people start but yeah i think that happened to me like late 25 bro so yeah. oh I'm, well wait till tuesday you, comes because did you just say kurt cobain was killed yeah, he was killed. You were one of those guys? We're going to go was into, killed. We're gonna was dive killed. into this on our Taco Bell podcast? <laughs> he was killed. That is a, a well-known fact that he was killed. He did not kill himself. Where, did, where, did, was, would you read that from a QAnon or something? Or? <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's, a, that's a conspiracy theory if I've ever heard one. But, Alex but not like, told me. Oh, awesome. Tell, <laughs> tell him to go fuck himself. Uh, <laughs> this QAnon shit is crazy, though, man. Like, I it's it's so dumb it's so unbelievably dumb i do not understand yeah it's fucking dumb house of cards yes yes we who said that who said it was dumb house of cards there was there was one comic that said it's dumb house of cards and that and i believe that wholeheartedly that it is just dumb people doing dumb shit in the open anyway let's talk about things that make us happy <laughs> oh well i will say this denver when I was in Denver, dude, I did go whitewater rafting, and it was sick, bro. So we had what was, it was what, so. What's sick about whitewater? White? I can't. Why can't I? For some reason, I can't say two W's back to back. Whitewater. There, there, there's those uh, vocal exercises. Yeah, those right there. Whitewater rafting. Whitewater rafting. Whitewater rafting. rafting. Um, no, dude. White man goes uh, whitewater rafting. It's it's just like you know I don't know man like there's nothing like creating memories you know and so when you when you do something like exhilarating and you like really imprint a memory it, it usually takes quite a bit of emotion and so like i like to do like some fucking exhilarating stuff you know on my birthday and like really create some kick-ass memories so um that's why i always remember my birthdays because they're sad 
<laughs> want to you want to you want to hear my you want to hear my uh, memory of whitewater rafting? Yeah, please. Whitewater rafting was the closest, and I'm, this is not not bullshit. The closest I've ever gotten in my life to dying was, oh. on, was on class five rapids on a high school trip, where I fell out of the boat, and my teacher <laughs> and, totally serious. My teacher had to fucking uh, I'll never forget it. Tim Bonus, oh, my teacher, wherever you are, Tim Bonus, he, he jumped in, fucking saved my life. And they never went on it again. After that, that the, the school never went on oh, it. Oh, thanks, Devin. You ruined yeah, it for everyone. Devin, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it I, for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Now, we, it was, I'm, sorry, it was, I'm sorry all those generations after me that did not get to go to that water rafting trip in Maine. All you but... pioneers who can't go pioneering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was well, um it was a lighter it was lighter than the like fives and stuff but it was like it was a go good time and like you know i wanted to do something something unique so it was fun I'm glad lighter I than fives bro yeah it was, it was i don't know what that means what does that mean lighter well, than fives? Uh, only <laughs> only whitewater rafting i've been on is to sea world and i've been to all three sea worlds okay i've been to all three sea worlds i am cultured listen the the, oh. the rapids they, they they the scale is zero to seven so um, yeah, so five's getting up there. Oh, so Sea Worlds would easily be seven, right? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> wait, so wait. Well, what three Sea Worlds are there? There's one in San Diego. There's San, San Diego, San Antonio, and Orlando. And the funny thing about the Orlando one is I watched Blackfish like on the plane, and I was like, "Ooh, I cannot wait to see Tilla come." You know what I mean? Like oh I'm just, I just want to see someone get got. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like how I felt watching. Um, watching supersize me like when i watched supersize me for the first time i was like oh man i need to get me a fucking big mac <laughs> i need to supersize that shit yeah i was like that looks so good <laughs> well let's uh let's go ahead and start the show episode of the Cheesy Gordita Bunch is brought to you by our good friends at the Chingon Taco Truck in North Adams, Massachusetts. Slinging the best tacos in the region, make sure you stop by Mass Mocha Campus Courtyard B Tuesday through Thursday from 12 to 8 and Fridays from 4 to 10 for good friends, good times, and of course, good tacos. Be safe, wear a mask. Cool. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Nick Ortiz. With me, as always, my co-host, Devin Hanley, and of course, the third cheese in this three cheese blend, Jordan Cravings Krennic. What up, y'all? Jordan Woo! Jordan has already got the best like alter egos on this show uh, <laughs> it was in three episodes. And now the three cheese blend, the best cheese blend in Taco Bell's uh, like catalog. Man, Jordan, yeah. you, are, you are up on some shit, man. W without him, we would be we would only be two cheeses, and that's easily not as not as great. Yeah. yeah, but but I you know the other the other two cheeses are absolutely essential. Without them, I'm not there wouldn't be three cheeses. Yeah. I, I don't even <laughs> consider myself to be a. I wouldn't even be a cheese. I would be some sort of like creamy sauce. That's what uh, I like. Say, oh, like nacho cheese sauce? No, not cheese. Maybe, like, or maybe uh, a salsa verde sauce. Ooh, uh, that's not creamy. All right, yeah. we're talking like spicy avocado. 
spicy okay. exactly i'm talking about avocado ranch some baja sauce something real slick and creamy. okay that, that that's fair um so today we are actually talking about friendship and more specifically the friendship between humongous corporations uh who are basically under this one big umbrella so you know what that means we are talking big bell mountain dew and doritos and of break. course all of them owned by pepsi the big three. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, <laughs> I, I think I can confidently say that so far, uh, this is probably our biggest episode as far as like kind of tapping into bell culture yeah. and really, uh, you know, getting kind of into the nitty gritty of what Taco Bell is all about, which everybody knows is the Doritos and Mountain Dew partnership. Hell yes. That is such a good way to put that and uh, the source for today's episode of course is the first time we've used it it's the tacobell.com it's the actual website and some articles from business insiders but now this just in live from the cheesy gordita bunch newsroom in austin texas this is talk over the town with your hosts jordan nick and devin so welcome to talk of the town the Cheesy Gordita Bunch News Center. And uh, our first story is actually about uh, two new items that Taco Bell his, has been testing. So back in July, it was confirmed that Taco Bell would be getting rid of some of the most uh, beloved items, to say the least, just so they can streamline the process through the drive through And of course, Bell Nation was bummed. But Big Bell, they were listening. And what they did is they wanted to fill, fill those voids that the potato uh, items were leaving, and they've introduced a new taco and some wings. So that taco is called the Cantina Crispy Melt. And, uh, you know, thinking outside the bun, Taco Bell uh, started testing the crispy chicken wings, which sounds uh, pretty interesting, to say the least. I wanted to say, yeah, like, I, I'm kind of excited about these two things, to be honest with you. At first, when I heard chicken wings, I'm like, Fucking stay in your lane, Taco Bell. Like, I'm like, yo, chill out. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Um, they, they like, they could be really good. Uh, what is, I think, I, um, what does it have? Like a Mexican, like, flavor or something like that? What is the? Yeah, so it, the, what they are is they're bone-in wings, uh, which are arguably the best because any other type of wing that has no bones in it is a chicken nugget. It's a glorified chicken nugget. That's what I'll say. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a chicken nugget masquerading as a, as a, as a wing. Wholeheartedly. So uh, they're testing uh, these wings and what they are is they're uh, a five piece wing. They are seasoned with a bold, bold quote unquote Mexican flavor, whatever that means. <laughs> and <laughs> it comes with a side of spicy ranch. Um, and that's actually being tested in Fullerton, California right now. Uh, apparently, it's a big hit. There's some YouTube uh, videos out there, people reviewing them, and uh, they, are, they are loved. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. I think, I think that they like, this, this could be pretty good. I mean, but I, I mean, if I could go to Taco Bell and get some fucking, get some, get some cravings wings and, <laughs> <laughs> and some nacho cheese fries, bro. <laughs> Goodbye, pluckers. See, I'm not. I'm not as optimistic. <laughs> oh, that's bold. Goodbye, pluckers. Wow. I'm not as optimistic as Jordan. I think that it could go one or two ways. I think it's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad. Like that's that's how I see it happening. Yes, I, that's generally I, how things work. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially Taco Bell. It, it, in my mind's eye, I just, I'm having a hard time picturing like what it will actually look like. That, that's the, like the, because a, a wing has like the entire kind of like shape of a, of a chicken, you know, it looks, yeah. it, it came off of a chicken. Whereas I'm not sure that Taco Bell's <laughs> chicken would actually look like a real chicken. So what you're saying is they had taken nugget um, paste threw a bone in the middle of it and then made it shaped into a, a chicken wing and then threw that bad boy in some Mexican seasoning and it's calling it a chicken wing. Yeah, no, exactly. They, they, <laughs> they, they took the bone and they, and they wrapped, uh, they wrapped the flesh around it. Like, uh, like, um, like, like, yeah. Like Liam Neeson in the movie, uh, in the movie, dark man. Have you ever seen dark man? No, oh, okay. no, I haven't seen dark man. Okay. It sounds funny. Yeah. That's what it reminded me. Of. That's what it reminds me of. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have you? If you, last last like bad wings I had were uh, were Do- from Domino's. McDonald's. It, no, it was Domino's. I went to Domino's and we ordered like some for the Super Bowls earlier this year, and those wings were total fucking trash. And I I really like Domino's, but the 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 like the batter and the it was like squishy the entire. Yeah. Like, the texture I mean, was terrible. So surprising because Domino's is one of the best sandwiches in, in the in the country. You know what You're I mean? You're totally correct. I mean, they, they are gourmet, top-notch sandwich place. And here we are, and they can't make a fucking good wing. So if the wings come out like that, trash, right? Like if the, if the outside, like the batter and everything, like the layer on the outside isn't crispy or flaky or, you know, it's yeah. like, like it'll be crap. Well, but, so, but from so, what the pictures I've seen of them, they look crispy. They look like – I was going to say. They don't have like that – flat flubbery like you know like fleshy fatty kind of layer on the wing so it looks like yeah, good- it's clear that they're not using tyson chickens yeah. you know what i mean because i feel like tyson chickens they're always like deformed and or they have like these weird like knots on them i don't know it, they're gross um but that's actually not the only thing that's gonna have a completely different um flavor profile so they're adding taco bell big bell they're adding a brand new taco called, called the uh, Cantina Crispy Melt. And it's currently being tested in the Detroit area. But uh, it's, it's notably different from every other taco because it's actually made with fried white corn tortillas. Uh, okay. As opposed to the tra- you know, traditional uh, yellow corn hard shell tortillas. Like they're actually frying them. Pr- pretty similar to the Jack in a Box uh, taco. Okay. Okay. Oh, I <laughs> can we just pause for a second on how terrible those tacos look? <laughs> like, yeah. like, you talk about, you yeah. talk about, like, you talk about a catfish. Good God, disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> like those are so wrong that they would continue to even market them the way they do because we all know what they look like. And it's yes, like, yeah, it, they look like cat food fried, uh, fried in some um, tortillas. Maybe the, the maybe the absolutely can- delicious. Absolutely yeah. delicious. Maybe the Cantina Crispy Taco was only invented to make the wings look better. Like <laughs> oh, when, you, when you put the two of them next to each other. I mean, I agree with you, Jordan. Like it is not a, it is not a beautiful taco. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It is definitely not like a, a, an, art, a, a, an artisanal taco. It does not look beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally looks like it's going to make you sick. Yeah, no, that is that is the perfect recipe for the Bee Gees right there. Now you're gonna be walking away with a uh, belly ache. 
as uh, Devin calls it. Oh, a belly ache. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but again, that's another item that's being well received in uh, the Detroit area. So, um, you know, Michigan, you know, we're looking at you. We're hoping you have, uh, you know, Bell Nation's best interest in mind. When you compared it to the, uh, to the, the taco, to the Jack in the Box taco, though, my ears kind of perked up then because I actually love the Jack and Box. <laughs> yeah, they're I, I love those tacos. They're delicious. So, yeah. it, so if this is similar to that, I will definitely try that. I think that I think this is going to be good too. Anything with crispy and melty in it, oh, come on, Simon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you're totally right. Like those two textures actually do balance out, out each other pretty well. Like yeah. Crispy yeah. and and. It's the reason why melty. nachos are so popular. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a I good combo. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully they hit the nation, uh, Bell Nation soon. Uh, but of course, again, they are being tested right now. The uh, wings in um, in Fullerton, California, and the uh, Cantina Crispy Melt in Detroit, Michigan. So we are looking to you. Do us the best thing, you know, be, be, be good to us. Be good to our tummies. <laughs> I, I wonder how Taco Bell chooses their test markets. Like, I wonder how they that... fucking close their eyes and throw a dart at the map. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. No offense to my people in Detroit. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what what are we doing up there? Do they, do they like, do you like, do you have to like sign up and then they like do a raffle, you know? No, just, I... Detroit, woo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, again, hopefully it comes to us soon. Um, and yeah, so that's it for uh, Talk of the Town. I would like to, to say, like, this week we really wanted to do this new segment. And it's really weird because you can find Taco Bell news almost every day. Every like if, single day, bro. It's yeah, crazy. If you Google Taco Bell news any day, there is like a hot new story trending most of the time. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, <clears throat> so again, we're talking about friendship and we are talking about the friendships between uh, Big Bell, Mountain Dew, and Doritos. But first, we're going to go ahead and start with the history of Taco Bell. Uh, one thing you'll see is eventually all of these um, all of these companies are bought by Pepsi. So uh, let's just jump into it. So before Taco Bell had officially started, Glen Bell started with Bell's Drive-In, and uh, this is something we'll probably you know go a little bit further in into another episode. I just wanted to give a brief history. Uh, he started with Bell's Drive-In and then uh, Taco Tia's in San Bernardino, California. Now, Bell's Drive-In was a typical, you know, 1950s hamburger hut. They sold hamburgers, hot dogs, and, uh, and they actually developed a chili sauce there that would eventually become the taco sauce. Now, if you recall in the last episode, we said that McDonald's was number one. And that was actually Glenn Bell's, like, biggest competition at the time, those McDonald Bell nerds, you know? Mm-hmm. McDonald Bell, those fucking McDonald brother <laughs> nerds. Um, so he introduced the taco, or as they called it in uh, California, the taco. Why um, did they call it a taco? I don't know. Fucking, you know, why people? Fucking California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like, both of them. No man. And I, yes. I had, <clears throat> I had no idea that that's like really cool that Taco Bell. I had no idea that the Bell and Taco Bell actually came from the. Uh, from the owner. I didn't know that. Yeah. He is so. the original Big Bell. Pioneer. King among, <laughs> yeah. king, king among men. <laughs> One thing I want to say, fucking, it took two motherfuckers to start McDonald's. 
Taco Bell, one man, <laughs> one man's vision. <laughs> me, that's, that's much more impressive. So in 1962, Glenn Bell opened his first Taco Bell in, da- in Downing, California. And uh, two years later, he franchised it out to a uh, retired LAPD officer named Kermit Becky. And then three years after that, Big Bell was celebrating its 100th store. And then one solid year after that, they expanded to the East Coast, opening up a store in Springfield, Ohio. So I think that's probably where, um, you know, where they're, they're testing you know what i mean like they uh they're like oh let's test uh shit in ohio you know what i mean because that's like around where the first store uh in the east coast was you know yeah i i know that we talked shit about ohio in the last episode but i don't care i'm gonna do it again springfield (laughs) ohio that seems like a place where a fast food test could be done with a lot of success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, so really Big Bell was a hit. Taco Bell was was humongous. And, um, you know, in 1978, Glenn Bell, he sold all 868 stores or restaurants, whatever you want to call them, wow. to PepsiCo and became a shareholder. Oh, Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> sold yeah. out. That's, that's, my one, that's my one bone to pick with – Taco Bell, or actually not the only bone I have to pick. I have. A I few was gonna bones. say I like how every episode you're like I have one bone to pick with Taco Bell. <laughs> My bone to pick at this moment is like, why Pepsi? I mean, come on. I I, I personally like I the Mountain Dew. All of the Mountain Dew products aside, like Pepsi to me just is not is such an inferior soda. It's not even. It is not as good as Coca Cola. Yeah, I don't care yeah. what anybody says. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. The only difference is like they they have really good root beer, but like that's really it. Those right? are big facts. Yeah, they do have yeah. some they good make root mug, beer. Right? The mug root beer? That do they? Shit. I thought they made uh I thought they made A and W. I know that Barks is Coca-Cola. <laughs> I know that Barks, which is my favorite root beer, best root beer. Barks Barks is, is great. Barks is great. Um I mean to be honest, root beer overall is fucking banging. Yeah, I was gonna say root beer, root beer, you can't go wrong. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel you. Like, I'm, I'm with you on the Pepsi thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, it's hard to say. Maybe there was just, like, some really nice people over there or something. Yeah, I, I just, like, <laughs> the second... The, the second... Could you imagine Glenn Bell's, like, these guys are really nice. I'm going to sell my company to them. <laughs> or, or, you know what? Or, you know what? It was just, like, who knows, like, what he was going through in his life. Maybe he just fucking needed some cash, bro. And like he was a fucking ball out. He was like, I got here's a here's a subpar offer. He's like, I'll take it. I'll take anything. So now what I, I think we should just go ahead and dive on into Pepsi since we've been talking so much shit. Now uh, <laughs> Pepsi Pepsi was first known as Brad's drink. In, and it was started in New Bern, North Carolina right, in 1893. Pause there. pause there, pause there. Who the fuck is Brad? All right. I don't know, but that was the best choice that they'd ever made was changing it to yeah, fucking Brad's drink. I would never drink Brad's drink. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Imagine if Pepsi like never changed their name and then like uh, like everything that was like now branded by Pepsi just said Brad's drink on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is I guess the best thing that Pepsi did besides buying Taco Bell is change their name from fucking Brad's drink to Pepsi. Oh, God. So, and actually, on that, in 1898, it was renamed Pepsi Cola. And Pepsi derives from the Greek word Pepsis, 
so what it means, it means uh, digestion. And the cola part comes from the cola nut. Uh, so it was marketed as a drink uh, that helped with digestion and boosted energy. Sadly, what a bunch of bullshit that was. <laughs> I was going to say, it wasn't even made with any of the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, at least Coca-Cola back then had cocaine in it. So the big thing that ha uh, happened for Pepsi is during the Great Depression, it got popular because instead of selling the 6.5-ounce, uh, like, bottles, they started serving 12-ounce bottles. So uh, with that, they also created a radio advertising campaign featuring the popular jingle, Nickel Nickel. Pepsi basically encouraged price-conscious consumers to uh, buy a drink that was double the volume of, of, of cola, of their, you know, their biggest competitor. Um, and, and now what I'd actually like to do is just play the jingle. The jingle is arranged in a way that loops and uh, creates a never-ending uh, tune. And we actually recreated this jingle. So, uh, you know, here it is done by our own Devin Hanley. Ooh, so the problem is... When you asked me to do this, I actually thought that you wanted me to write a song about Brad's drink, you know, Pepsi's real name. Come on down and sip on Brad's drink. He wants to know just what you think. He'll swallow your whole other, say no joke, a cola. Come and put your lips on Brad's drink. So, um,. So, so a couple things I'd like to unpack there. Okay. Um, so first of all, um, I think that sums up who Pepsi is right there, that they were, incur they, they were really looking towards the price conscious consumers. So people who were essentially too cheap to buy Coke is what it was, right? <laughs> we're talking about the Great Depression when everybody yeah. was too cheap to buy a Coke. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's I mean true. But you know what, this is, this is perfect because once again, you know, the, here's the synonymous thing that we're like, that lines up right up with Taco Bell. Maybe this is the answer, right? Because I mean, if, what, I basically say this every episode, but like, I think the reason you go to Taco Bell is because you're, you're, you're price, you're price conscious. Yeah. And so if, yeah. if Pepsi was being price conscious too, they're like, hey, let's link up and we're going to be price conscious together, baby. <laughs> go get your, Friends. go get your uh, cheap taco and uh, wash it down with some Brad's drink. <laughs> <laughs> Is all of it actually worked? Uh, because between 1936 to 1938, Pepsi's profits fucking doubled. And, and honestly, that's, you know, that's around, um, that's when they you know, started becoming a humongous conglomerate. Hey, boom, nickel, nickel, baby. <laughs> hey, nickel, nickel. So as Pepsi began to grow uh, and get larger, a small operation in Tennessee led by some brothers, the Hartman brothers, actually, uh, they began to bottle the original recipe for Mountain Dew. And I don't know if you guys had read this, but the original recipe for Mountain Dew was, um, was so it could be cut with moonshine. You know what I mean? So it could be a chaser and a mixed drink for moonshine. Uh, and this was in 1958. Uh, no, excuse me. This was in the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this was in the 30s. Um, and in 1958, Mountain Dew was actually, uh, the, the formula was reworked. And it was sold to PepsiCo uh, just a couple years later. That's awesome. So moonshine was, a, or so Mountain Dew was originally meant as like a mixer for your moonshine. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's why it's called Mountain Mount, Dew. That makes so much sense. And like, you know, one of the things that I've, Mountain Dew has their like throwback can now, 
with like the old prospector on it. That oh, makes yeah. so much more sense now. Yeah. That yeah. dude was just getting fucked up on a mountain somewhere. <laughs> drinking, <laughs> mixing his fucking country hooch with some uh, fucking sugar water. <laughs> fucking genius. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, it really is. Um, and it, it's always cool because it's always like two brothers. So uh, lastly, we're going to go ahead and get into the history of Doritos. Now, Doritos was created um, by Casa de Frito in Disneyland in Anaheim, California. Yeah, what they were doing is they were using the surplus tortillas. Uh, they would, like, cut them up. They would fry them, add some basic seasoning. And they essentially wanted to – they wanted the chip to resemble uh, chilaquiles. I, th- I think mm. the way it's pronounced, chilaquiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it, just the dry version. And it was a humongous success. Have you guys tried the original Doritos? I think I've had it though. I mean, I've had most Doritos. Like I love like all Doritos. So I've probably had it, but um, I didn't know that was the original. Yeah, well, in uh, in 1966, they actually went nationwide. And then in 1967, Frito-Lays and Pepsi, you know, they merged and the rest was history. Yeah. So that, so that was the first. That was the pr- first big corporate collusion. Then was mm. Pepsi and Doritos, and then Taco Bell along the way got kind of included. Yeah. And absorbed. Yeah, essentially. In. Right on. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. And and the thing is, is I didn't know that Doritos, uh, that Frito Lay or uh, Casa de Frito, started in Disneyland. Like that. That kind of like tripped me out because it's like two yeah. humongous like you know corporations just. I don't know, doing the thing. It was awesome. I, I feel like I'm surprised, like from everything today, that a lot of this happened in Southern California. It seemed like a lot of these, like, like uh, I think you mentioned uh, a couple other, one of them in Downey, California. It seems like Southern yep. California had a, like a, a lot to do with the up and coming of these. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, California is 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 the best, is probably the best state. I agree with you, Devin. Well, I didn't say <laughs> I did. I didn't say that. No, uh, I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. They let's just say one of the best things California's done is bring together the holy trinity of uh, Taco Bell, Doritos. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I mean, this this basically formed a long relationship between all three. Um, and as you'll see, actually, because KFC also did the same thing. Uh, so the Doritos Loco Taco walked. So the KFC Cheeto sandwich can run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the Baja Blast because that is easily uh, the best drink that's ever, I, I would say, ever come out exclusively for a, um, a fast food restaurant. You know? So yeah, I mean, that's, in, yeah, that's totally true. I was looking up some stuff um, and, and uh I, I came across the statistic and they did a study and like 75% of soda drinkers said it was a major factor in them, the Baja Blast, in, in them actually deciding to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <really>. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. That's, that's insane. But it makes complete sense. I would say more than any other item too uh, that we've seen kind of feedback from in Bell Nation, the Baja Blast is definitely like the most talked about I, I, oh, yeah. I, I see like for, from, from every, from every post, from every group that we're in, it seems like people really, really dig Baja. Baja. Oh yeah. 
it, it's either that or the cheesy gordita crunch, you know. Um, so in 2004, Mountain Dew and Taco Bell got together and chemically engineered a product that would not only taste good by itself, but when paired with Taco Bell, it would just be elevated. Mm. And those are those are real facts. Like they actually engineered uh, this exclusive soda to taste better with Taco Bell. Mm, uh, and I, I, I would say, mm. <laughs> see when you when you say that when you say that though, and you haven't tried the Baja Blast, it makes it sound like it's going to be some sort of like salty, cheesy soda because it's like this is a beefy soda yeah like uh, it goes good with a taco so i don't know yeah well i think i think you can compare it to uh coke at mcdonald's you know uh mcdonald's famously uh calibrates its own machine specifically for coke so it tastes better Uh, but what they did is they just it, it just blows my mind that they chemically engineered this thing this flavor to taste better with Taco Bell, and it it does. It makes it makes every experience with Taco Bell so much better. I mean, the Baja Blast is super unique as a as a like as a drink. It really is. Is technology at its finest? At its yeah. absolute pinnacle. Yeah, that th- those are big facts. <laughs> so, in early 2014, rumors started going around that the Baja Blast would start hitting store shelves. Uh, now, those rumors were later confirmed by Big Bell uh, because they actually. Um, selected a few stores and ran it for a limited time it was a humongous hit you know have you guys have you guys tried the the canned baja blast i haven't i've i've considered buying it but i have not yet no but i've considered it i'm uh a few years ago i like slowed down on my soda consumption for sure so like that's that has a lot to do with it for me same well i've definitely tried it several times i i've been known to get several cases of baja blast when they'd come out and um it's not the same as going to a taco bell because whenever you go to taco bell you're not just getting the baja blast you're also getting like 30 dollars worth of items um, but it is it is still really really good. Oh, who are you fucking who are you buying for? Is that for a wedding? You know what? I don't need to be judged. <laughs> I, I wonder what I spent thirty dollars on is for me. Okay. I wonder if Baja Blast still tastes good if you cut it with moonshine. <clears throat> oh it, shit! It has to. It has yeah, to. I'm sure it does. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, Carl. That's just like. It tastes good with the taco, but it also, I mean, it, it, it doesn't lose its identity as a, as a Mountain Dew uh, product. True, true, true. I, and actually, um, so once they did that limited store run, uh, they ran it again in 2015 for 10 weeks, starting in March. Um, and uh, that's another case where everyone absolutely loved it. So what uh, Taco Bell started doing is basically doing like the seasons and so really at the beginning of the year, uh, they would release Baja Blast and uh, they'd only release it for about 10 to 15 weeks. Uh, so four years ago, uh, Mountain Dew did the Decision 2016 promotional campaign. And what that basically involved was uh, fans would go on Twitter, they would vote for their favorite flavors by using the hashtag Decision. Now the winner would permanently be on shelves. Uh, and they pitted the uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black against the Baja Blast. And by teeny tiny small margins, Pitch Black won. Lame. A mistake. A huge mistake. Yeah. What's up, Bell Nation? What, what do you like? Your poop being purple? Is that what you really want? 
<laughs> because that's what Pitch Black did. If I'm remembering correctly, that was a huge thing was that Pitch Black yeah. like, made people's poop purple. Yeah, um, you're so right. And what was I mean, that even that's... like grape flavor? Was it like a grape so- soda? It was, it was fucking lame. And Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's some shit like that. But Mountain Dew has had like, like Code Red. Is that still around? Is Code Red Mountain Dew? I, I believe Code Code Red is still around. I, I believe yeah. so. That shit. They, is they fire have like too. the craziest flavors, bro. They do. Yeah, they I have do. like Gamer Fuel. They have. I mean, they have so many things. You have y'all had that? Are, are, are we gonna talk about the Lightning one? Yeah, we can all? talk about it. That the Lightning, the like the yellow what Lightning something flavor. I was, that shit is. I had that shit at KFC, and that shit tastes like urine. Yeah, oh, so- we had it together. <laughs> oh, God. It's fucking awful, bro. Yeah, isn't yeah. that the one we had when we were uh, picking up that couch? Uh, yeah, that's right. When, when, we were, when we were, I was helping you guys move that, that couch that day. Yeah. So when we went into KFC, Nora, Nora had, I remember she had like got me a KFC bowl that day. And I was like, yeah, thanks. And, uh, and we tried that shit. And like, I for sure did not finish that. Like, it, it was not it, good. We oh, like dumped that. it out instantly. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it, it's not good. Um, but, you know, the thing about uh, Mountain Dew is a lot like Taco Bell, they take risks. You know what I mean? And all you can do is tip your hat to that. You know, like, hey, thanks for giving it a try. Uh, thank you for also knowing that it didn't work. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, science, you know, science and chemistry, sometimes you got to roll the dice, you know? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. It's clearly exactly. not organic, so so we're not going in that direction. But you know, science it, it could it could it could be a big hit, or it could be disaster. Yeah. So um, Mountain Dew and Taco Bell would actually collab again, and they would release six drinks in two thousand uh, two thousand thirteen exclusively for Taco Bell, and one of them uh, was the Sangria. Do y'all remember that the Sangria? Oh God, yeah. Um, yeah, I, remember, I didn't think it was that bad. I remember seeing it. I I didn't try it. I'm I generally veer away from anything sangria flavor. It's just I, I like so sangria. gross. Sangria is good. Um, but yeah, I I that's just too much for me. That's that's just like too too fruity. I like Mountain Dew because it's simple. Mountain Dew simple has like a, just a couple of ingredients, like usually orange. Yeah, just or... a couple of ingredients to chemically <laughs> be, to be chemically engineered. Let's just say a couple flavors, a couple different flavors. <laughs> Too much happening in the sangria for me. Um, yeah, well, um, the sangria, it, it didn't garner the same reception as Baja Blast, obviously. Um, and it was actually replaced by the uh, Mountain Dew Lemonade. And that shit was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit made my stomach hurt uh, like, really just bad. Just for anybody listening, Mountain Dew makes bad soda, in case you haven't figured that out. <laughs> Yes, Mountain Dew. Uh, Mountain Dew, great. Mountain Dew, great for cutting moonshine. Not great for your general health. Yes, and actually, fun fact about Mountain Dew: um, the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Freeze is the most popular freeze uh, ever released at Taco Bell. Naturally, naturally, what else would would t- would be would be number one? I mean, there's anything. There's else the sangria be- freeze or the pineapple freeze no, or I mean, whatever they're, good. they're called. They're good, but. Come on. Do, do you, they're, they're never going to be number one. Like that's, that's true. Do you know if the sangria came out in response to the founding of the cantina restaurants where they were spiking the drinks? That's because, a uh, good question. Because that seems like one that would like, 
I mean, I think we're, we're going to have a, a whole episode about Taco Bell cantinas because uh, there's a yeah. lot to talk about there. But uh, but all of those just sound like ways to kind of like incorporate maybe like like moving towards having those as like a frozen cocktail. I don't know. That's that's sort of like what what it sounds like to me. What was the, the freeze that we got? Was it the ba- did I get the spiked I, Baja Blast? I think it was Baja Blast and vodka. Yeah. <laughs> what? That could yeah. Had- I know you can get like a margarita or something, um, something with like a little bit of tequila. But like, dude, what? Yeah, vodka. I had a, a Baja Blast freeze with uh, vodka, and it was banging. Damn, that sounds super fire. I mean, yeah, yeah I think we talk about it. We've talked about it every single episode yeah. so yeah. far. The, the Baja Blast is like clearly number one. Um, yeah. I think it took it away for like two years from 2016 to 2018. But in 2018, what was crazy was um, the, I found out like the, the, like on Twitter, it got like the hashtag, hash, uh, the hashtag bring Baja Blast back was like widely, like it was like circulating like all over social media. And, um, and like the president of marketing, like had estimated that like, 30,000 tweets had been sent to the company requesting that this sort of be made available <laughs> in and bottles, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, that's better than the 26 in that fucking bro, yeah. <laughs> crunch wrap, the spicy crunch wrap group. Yeah, bro. So like, like people fucking love the Baja Blast. So if you haven't had it, like you got to go, obviously. So next episode, when you're dialing it up and the queue is loading, make sure you go, make sure you have a nice ice cold Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about uh the thing i i've been really looking forward to talking about and that is the doritos locos taco Woo, and again, one of the best fast food creations of all time of all time all right i just want to say up front that the doritos loco taco is the most successful if is the most successful if not one of the most successful fast food innovations ever created ever yeah, it's it is uh, the perfect amount of everything. You know what I mean? Like it it calls back to all of the uh, all of, uh, of of eating Doritos, of eating Taco Bell. You know what I mean? It's just the perfect amalgamation of both companies, and it, it sings to my heart. Yeah, it's like it's like Simon and Garfunkel's bridge over troubled water. It's just like the 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 the, the ultimate camaraderie. It is, it is like Miley Cyrus and uh, Hannah Montana, the best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. So um, Taco Bell had released this product uh, in 2012. And in 2012, it sold more than a billion units. A fucking billion units. That was, yeah, and, and in the first uh, 10 weeks, like I, I read that it, it sold like over like 100 million. It, it's, it's crazy, you know. Um, now Big cable Bell on the shelves. America <laughs> came essentially came running essentially. for us. Yeah, so uh, because of the demand, Big Bell actually had to hire an estimated fifteen thousand workers, and Doritos had uh, uh, had to add uh, four more production lines in its factory just to meet the demand. So we wanted it, and we wanted it bad. Do you remember? Like, uh, I forget who it was that won the wor- that was in the World Series that year, but there was this thing where Taco Bell put like, they put like a Doritos advertisement like outside of the stadium. And if somebody hit the ball outside, hit a home run and it went outside of the stadium and for some, by some miracle, hit this Doritos icon, 
Taco Bell was going to give a free Locos taco to everybody in America. You remember what? that? What? No, yeah. that's such an amazing promotion. Yeah. I mean, it was like a crazy, like there was like, it would have taken like an absolute, like fucking like Babe Ruth would have had to hit that thing. And, or like it, it needed, it was like a one in a million shot, but still it was like everybody in America could have gotten a, yeah. a Doritos Locos taco. You know what they did though for like when, when quarantine really like hit and set in, they were doing free Doritos Locos. You could get one. Anybody could get a free Doritos Locos every Tuesday for like eight weeks, bro. Y'all remember that? So Taco no. Bell isn't only our favorite fast food restaurant. It's a humanitarian organization. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell is for the people, baby. It's for the people. It's, it's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Amen. Yes, God. <laughs> so, like, bro, it is so like that's fire though, right? Like I when I first heard about that dude, I went to Taco Bell dead ass every Tuesday for like seven weeks in a row. Yeah, God, that's awesome. That's that, awesome. So is that still a thing? Person, do you do you just show up there and like, please, sir, I want some more? <laughs> like is there a cutoff for this? God. Yeah, dude, it was every Tuesday for for like a long time, and they would give one to every person in the car. That's fine. Wow. That's that's amazing. Well, our, our hats off to you, uh, you faithful Taco well, Bell employees. If you, I guess you had to have a car, fucking Big <laughs> Bell catering to the elites, I guess. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, so it was discussed internally for a really long time. We're talking like 1992. That was when Taco Bell, a Taco Bell employee, pitched the idea of a Dorito shell um, as a taco shell but it was denied by their VP of marketing, which was a terrible idea. I mean, could Fuck you imagine, guy. could you imagine us growing up with a Doritos Locos taco? I would be oh. like 500 pounds. <laughs> Big win. Yeah, it was, it was a humongous win. Um, but luckily one brave hero, um, he stepped up, he stepped up to the plate. He was the hero we needed. You know, we didn't even know it. This man's name is Steven Gomez, a product developer for Taco Bell. Now, and let's just think about what this is. Stephen Gomez is essentially responsible for convincing Taco Bell that they should just flavor their chips, the shell of their <laughs> chips a little bit. That's essentially No, it. he heard the idea and he was like, I can do something with that. Like these dudes have been waiting far too long. All right. I'm the guy. Because this guy, he had a master's degree in food science from uh, Rutgers University. He cut his teeth working for PepsiCo. So he was already in the company. Uh, and he specifically designed products for Gatorade and Sierra Mist. Uh, then ultimately joining Big Bell in 2006. So he had already worked for Taco Bell six years. He was six years in the game. You know what I mean? Thinking outside the bun uh, when they brought this up. And he was like, bet, I can do that. So when Steven first heard, uh, you know, about, heard the idea of making this crunchy shell taco out of Doritos, he was super stoked. He actually told Business Insider. Oh, when the idea of the Doritos Locos taco came out of a collaborative ideation with Frito-Lay, we immediately saw the potential, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's when he realized it was easier said than done. The idea sounds really simple, but it has to be uh, delivered on two fronts: the classic Taco Bell taste 
on the distinctive Doritos experience. Unlike a tortilla chip, taco shells can't break and have to be properly held together by taco ingredients. <laughs> so he, he, he initially thought that just seasoning the taco shell with the Dorito se seasoning was, was it. Boom. You know what I mean? Done. Um, but it was so much more than that uh, because he actually had they, – they had a, um, a group taste it, and it just didn't hit their, you know, expectations. They know um, – it just didn't hit their expectations. And I know what you're asking. What the bell happened? It wasn't, the, uh, it wasn't the, the quite the caliber that the Taco Bell testers were looking for. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> as, so, as sitting in their porta porta potty environment uh, test lab, this ain't good enough. Yeah. If I was Big Bell, I would just be like, shut the hell up. You're not complaining about shit. Like, <laughs> like you want your free tacos or no? And, and you know the funny part about all of this, they uh, had to move their facility to Denver, Colorado, to make this. Oh, that's Fuck yeah, that, bro. yeah there, there's, that's not by accident. That crunch those crunchy shells, bro. Crunchy pesky <laughs> shells, man. That is, so that is by design. There's crystals in the tacos, bro. <laughs> 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 well, the test again. Those test tacos—they just didn't hit, you know, what they were looking for. Uh, they were looking for the zesty taste of those Doritos and the crunchy texture that you'd expect from a Taco Bell shell, you know. So customers wanted, um, you know, to get the—they they wanted to have like the uh, the cheese dust on their fingers after eating it. You know, they just wanted the whole experience of eating a Taco Bell taco while eating a Dorito. You know what I mean? And and I get it. You know, uh, but they tested. They they did so many different tests. They uh, it they they actually tested forty different recipes, and uh, they even said one of the recipes is just spraying Dorito flavoring onto a shell, like spray painting a Dorito <laughs> flavor onto a shell. Yeah, yeah, that organic Dorito paint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it, it might not actually be paint, but it definitely came in a pressurized can. I <laughs> agree that probably happened. So Stephen felt like nothing, nothing's works. You know, like he had no idea, um, you know, this, you know, con concept, conceptual taco would ever, you know, come to fruition. So you know what he did? It, it sounds super easy. It sounds super simple in, in no, retrospect. not simple. He made Doritos Loco shells out of the same corn uh, masa used in Doritos. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's it. So it's, a, it's an actual Dorito. It's the actual thing. It's like as yeah. close as you can get to to being a Dorito. Wow! Yes. It's not just the seasoning. It's the literal corn masa. That's that. Yes. So who, yeah, who would have thought? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't need a master's degree for this. Um, so he also, 
<laughs> he also discovered a process where he could evenly distribute the seasoning on the shell as well. Because uh, another issue they were having with those shells is you'd have like a clump of Dorito seasoning here and a clump of Dorito seasoning there, you know. So it, they they just found the perfect system. And uh, I mean, even after Gomez created the ultimate shell, he still had to design, um, you know, production facilities that would make millions of them. You know, and this was all worth it to Steven. You know, he even said. When we shared the idea with our customers, man, they loved it. I was blown away how immediately popular Doritos Lagos Tacos were. <laughs> so this immaculate taco became one of the most popular items uh, in Big Bell's history. And Steven was eventually awarded the 2012 President's Award, the highest honor Taco Bell offers. Wow. Yeah, Taco I mean, Bell's President Award. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, there's like first place your spelling bee when you're a kid, you know, there's, there's like, uh, there's like a high school diploma, you know, there's like the Medal of Honor. And then there's the 2012 Taco Bell President. <laughs> you know, and, and, it's because, and it's because, you know what, some people, they come out in life and they live for themselves. And some people, they just want to take care of their family. But not Steven. Steven wanted to change the world. <laughs> I, I just think it's, I'm, I'm picturing like right now, like Steven's Taco Bell President's Award, like on his mantle. And like when people come over to his house, they're like, hey, what is that for? He's like, oh, it's the President's Award. And they're like, oh my God. He's like, oh, well, the President, the Taco Bell. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I envision, I envision like a fucking gold taco shell, like you know what I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and you know, in addition to the nacho cheese flavor, Big Bell also released the Cool Ranch Doritos Loco Taco and the Flamas Doritos Loco Taco. Um, and we talked about it in the first episode, but the Doritos Loco uh, Ranch Taco uh, was was it was discontinued like two years ago. Man, which is a, not a good move. I mean, I don't get man, the ranch one's good, man. It's good. You know, I, I get it, but I don't think the ranch one just is as taco-y. I don't think it goes like the nacho cheese just fits in so perfectly with like beef and yeah, and Taco yeah. Bell ingredients. Mm -hmm. Whereas the cool, cooler ranch. I said this in the first episode. Like cooler ranch is the best Doritos flavor, in my opinion. It's the best Doritos flavor. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, it doesn't translate. Roll here, bud. Right. But it doesn't translate well <laughs> over to to holding beef and lettuce and tomato and sauce. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I, agree, um, I agree with that as well. And, it, it, and I think, I, I don't, I know you just said it, but I don't remember who said it, um, but the nacho cheese, that definitely pairs really well with like taco seasoning um, as opposed to the Cool Ranch, even though the Cool Ranch was amazing. Yeah. And the Flamas, I, I, I don't know. I have not tried it. I, I don't like the spicy, spicy chips. They're too much. They hurt my stomach. It's, it's, it's the Connecticut blood. It's the Connecticut blood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, if I'm going to get the Bee Gees, it's going to be through something like that. That's yeah, like, that's like the difference between Bee Gees and no Bee Gees for me. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much. You know, when you're from Connecticut, it's like, um, if it's spicier than like mayonnaise, I mean, you're, you're in trouble. This water has lemon in it. Ooh, it's giving me the Bee Gees. 
No, so, the flamos was cool though. I mean, once again, I think it like when you change it up and you give people like options, man. Fuck yeah, like let's run it. I think it was. I think the flamos was good, and a lot of people did like to order. I, a lot of people's their favorite, I think, uh, from what I know, you know, because people, people like there's a lot of people in Texas that just love spicy food, bro. Yeah, because like, yeah, the flamos was like the. Do you guys remember the? Was it the volcano? Doritos yeah, like it's the same thing. yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah, and so to me, like I could enjoy it too, because like I don't, you know, you guys know I'm like not super on the spicy, but like I could hang in there and have one or two of those. Like it wasn't too bad. That's but that German like, blood. It was still good in there. <laughs> that what? That's that German blood. <laughs> but like you know, it's good, man. I don't know. Um, I think I, I, I mean the Doritos logos are like they're awesome. I mean, I was listening to 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 the you know video and talking about like how the flavor receptors in your mouth. And like the biology behind how it actually compels us to want yeah. more of them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they like specifically <laughs> targeted specific taste buds. <laughs> so you want more. It, again, yeah. it's just the ingenuity uh, and the food science it actually takes to genetically engineer a soda <laughs> and then also genetically engineer a taco is insane to me. Yeah, and I'm, and it's even designed in a way that if you it, you don't your body won't actually tell you when you've had enough. Which is crazy, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, oh, it'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, so there, like, there's just, a limit. Know, hey, Stephen, Stephen earned that President Award, baby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I believe he's actually still working at Taco Bell. He um, better be. <clears throat> we, we need the icons like Stephen leading, leading the charge on the innovation, the creativity. The, a man of the people still still works at a still works at a Taco Bell, just shaking hands, wrapping tacos, just goes home and fucking sits in his chair and looks at his president award there on the mantelpiece. Takes a big old hit of his bong. Just takes a big old hit of his bong. Turns on his PS4. Some and of that nice, some of that nice, Fortnite. some of that nice legal Denver flower. <laughs> with a, with a with a fridge full of Baja Blast. Oh yeah. Ooh, and he got the good shit. You know what I mean? He got the shit oh, still yeah. from Beakers. Inside of his bong, he uh, he has a Baja Blast instead of water. <laughs> <laughs> So that is our show for today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Ortiz. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bunch underscore. Uh, follow us on Facebook. And then, of course, listen to us uh, on all platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Cool. Yeah. Um, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, Devin Hanley. Let's uh, look up Devin at, uh, on Instagram at Devin P. Hanley. Keep listening to the show. Keep giving us feedback, Bell Nation. We love uh, hearing uh, your thoughts on the shows and what we can be doing. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, and uh, giving us something to do here. Yeah, and, and actually a uh, quick shout out, you know, to some fans. Uh, people who have been listening uh, from the day one. Uh, Logan, we see you. We hear you, dog. Yeah, uh, Logan, welcome to Bell yeah, Nation. Uh, Graham, Logan, welcome Logan, to Bell Nation. Man, yeah, uh, and you know everyone else who's 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 been there uh, these past uh, three episodes. Welcome to Bell Nation. Um, yeah, and I'll just end with uh, please, guys, like, comment, share, um, spread the word. If you enjoyed this, that means somebody else, um, somebody else will as well. That you, someone else near you will as well. So share it, um, like, comment, share. Like I said, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, all the all the platforms there, and. Uh, you know, like like Nick said, we are on Spotify and iTunes. So please send that link to somebody. Hey guys, 
I love this podcast. If you get some time, dive into it, give it a few minutes. But um, fo- follow me on uh, Instagram, Y-A-B-O-I-112, your boy 112. And, um, and, and stay plugged in with us. We got more great content coming. I'm super excited about it. So, man, come, come on this ride with us. We're having a good time. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for listening to the Cheesy Gordita Bunch. And uh, live moss. Hi, Mark. Hi, Jane. Holla. <laughs>